Welcome to Weekly Homilies. Each week we present a homily by Father Mark Suslanko, pastor of the community of St. Isidore and Maria in beautiful Glastonbury, Connecticut. These are introduced by myself, Jonathan Sozek, director of our community's Faith Formation Office. For more about Father Mark and the life of our community, please head over to isidoreandmaria.org. Today, we present Season 2, Episode 7 of this podcast. We will hear Father Mark's homily from January 20th, 2019, the second Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year C. The Gospel for this week is John, Chapter 2, Verses 1 through 11. Let's listen now to that reading, then hear Father Mark's response. A reading from the Gospel of John. There was a wedding at Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the wedding. When the wine ran short, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, how does your concern affect me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servers, Do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone water jars there for Jewish ceremonial washings, each holding twenty to thirty gallons. Jesus told them, Fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. Then he told them, Draw some out now and take it to the head waiter. So they took it. And when the head waiter tasted the water that had become wine without knowing where it had come from, although the servers who had drawn the water knew, the head waiter called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves good wine first, and then when people have drunk freely an inferior one. But you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this at the beginning of his signs at Cana in Galilee, and so revealed his glory, and his disciples began to believe in him. The Gospel of the Lord There's a temptation in our faith to simply look at all of the things that Jesus does, and even listen to what he has to say, but still remain a passive bystander. As we watch and see how he embraces life, the miracles he does, how he consistently takes very little and turns it into abundance, the taking of simple water, and changing it into wine. We can look at all of these things and keep them at a distance and view them simply as testimony of the fact that he is the Son of God and God himself. And then our faith simply becomes something about us, somehow trying to achieve eternal salvation and the reward of heaven. And it ends there. The task and the challenge for every Christian is not to be the passive bystander, 
but to become an active participant. And it takes the mother of God to help us do this. Her words, simple but to the point, do whatever he tells you. Do whatever he tells you. What is Jesus telling us to do? Each of us has to answer that question. St. Paul puts it very clearly in a very simple phrase. And he tells the early Christians, put on the mind of Christ. To change from a passive bystander to an active participant means that we have to put on the mind of Christ. And this is a challenge because we wrestle with ourselves and sometimes place ourselves more important than God himself. To put on the mind of Christ means to assume Christ's consciousness so that how I see the world is the way Jesus would see the world. How I feel about the world, my heart, becomes the way Jesus feels about the world. And here's where it gets challenging. Because then as we interact with the world, the question that we really need to ask is how do I, as someone who not only just watches what Jesus does, but assume the consciousness of Christ and put on the mind of Christ, how do I then bring that healing and wholeness to a world that is broken? See, it's not just enough to just be a good person and leave it at that. The Christian who really believes in Jesus Christ, who really has put on the mind of Christ, is going to do all in their power to be another Christ. And that gets difficult when we live in a world that for the most part doesn't acknowledge that type of consciousness. It acknowledges its own. And so there's always going to be this friction in our lives, this tension, because there's always going to be an edge and a tide against which we always push. And that resistance and that edge can easily make the Christian stand out amongst other folks, can easily make the Christian unpopular. And so the issue that we all have to wrestle with, because the beauty of this is that when God fashioned us, he delighted in our being. See, it's not just random stuff. God fabricates every part of who we are. And then at the end of that creation, delights in us. And he's happy about the person he created because he's placed within each one of us these unique gifts and talents, each one of them mirroring a part of him, each one of them reflecting that divine radiance. So by our creation, he has given us the goods to put on the mind of Christ, to assume the consciousness of Christ. 
And of course, our prayer life and how we approach our relationship with God can certainly be the fertilizer and the fuel behind whether we can do that successfully or not. But each one of us, as we go about the business of our lives and how we do that each day, can approach that with the consciousness of Christ so that our actions and our thoughts reflect his, but also bring that healing and wholeness to a broken world. So here's the challenge this week as we listen to our Blessed Mother. Do whatever he tells you. Perhaps we can listen a little more attentively to the voice of God as he calls us within and be a little bit more aware of how in every action, every moment of our lives, we consciously and practically bring healing and wholeness to our world. Do our lives speak of that? And can people, when they look at us and witness what we say and do, can they see in those actions and in those thoughts Jesus Christ himself? Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.